You're listening to Don't Let Art Die, a podcast by Sean Patrick Keenan found at slyfocal.com. That's S-L-Y-F-O-C-A-L.com. Visit slyfocal.com for more podcasts, articles about art, and you can see my personal photography portfolio, and you can hire me as your photographer. When I was a kid, um, I had a really, really rough time as a kid. I didn't have a lot of places that I could go for comfort or even love or even, you know, just information about how the world truly works. Um, I got picked on a lot in school and I even got beat up some by the kids in school. And you know what? I'll tell you the truth. I've not always been a nice guy, so I'm not asking for sympathy here. Um, but the point is it sucked my childhood. I would never go back. I would never go back and no, don't boohoo because I don't boohoo. I've sorted it out. I've worked out my issues and let me tell you one of the ways I did art. You know, one of the things, one of the things that actually saved my life was art class and my art teachers through grade school and junior high were just like some of the coolest people that I've ever known. And let me tell you why. Cause first of all, first of all, to give you a little bit more of the backstory, there's something that happens psychologically to children who are, um, bullied in school. Um, a lot of things happen, but one of the things that happens is you cannot, a child cannot excel and a child cannot focus and work on getting good grades and learning history and math and science and all that kind of stuff, unless you're a science nut gearhead like me, but you can't, you can't expect a kid to ever succeed in school in a situation like that because when you're spending all your time worried about the wrongful things in your life and defend you know trying to find ways to not get hurt or not get made fun of or whatever you're not going to put your energy into academics and as i said not every kid grew up like me but every kid has a need every person has a need that it may not be to an extreme like what the need that I had, but every kid has that need because what happens is what fulfills the need is when you walk into that art class and you walk into that space where there's just like splatters of paint everywhere and bits of clay all over the place and, you know, dirty brushes in the sink and the smells of paints and, you know, clay and there's pottery wheels over on one side and smocks over on the other side. And it's just like the whole everything in there just changes your whole outlook. Because here's the thing about art. Art is not really something you pass or fail like every other subject in school. Academics, academics, you either pass or fail them. Do you know what happened in that war 50,000 years ago between the the Agorians and the Gregorians. If you don't, you fail. 
Do you know what 17 times 49 times 86 times 1752 is off the top of your head? No, you fail. Did you say that? Did you write that poem with the exact proper grammar? No, you fail. But in art class, I never failed. I had some of the greatest teachers that a person could ever have in art class. Because, you know what? It was like, hey, you're doing great there, Sean. Hey, you might want to like, you know, tweak the way you move the brush that way or whatever. You know, maybe you want to fill in these details a little bit more. But you know what? I'm not going to put an F on your drawing or your painting because it's not exactly something that I would do. The art teachers that I had never did that. They gave me freedom so that when I walked into that class, and when any kid walked into that class, no matter what their background, no matter what their environment, no matter what their home life is like, no matter what their neighborhood is like, when they walk into that art class, they have a place where they can express themselves through their hands and their eyes and their voice and the paintbrush and the, and the, the pottery wheel and the camera or whatever it is. They're not wrong for the way they're expressing themselves because what they create in our class is something that doesn't fit in to a textbook. It's not something that fits in to a, a history report or a test. When we create, and especially in more specifically to this podcast, when a child creates a piece of art, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like when a child remembers the War of 1812 and certain, fla- certain flax, That's right. You see, that's how bad I was at academics. I thought the word fax was pronounced flax. Just kidding. Anyway, but they don't have to, they don't have to be perfect. In in, in academics, you have to be perfect. The square root of a certain number is one exact number. It's not variable. You can't compromise with it. The fact about you know, some event in history is even though, you know, some people are trying to compromise it and a lot of people are trying to change it and a lot of people are trying to deceive about our history. Still, when you're dead on about a fact about history, there's no compromise. There's no changing it. When you use a comma or a period or an exclamation mark or a quotation mark or a parentheses or whatever you're using in English class, there's no compromise. There's no exception. You either fit in or fail. And that is the way I felt throughout my whole school career as a kid. And because I never fit a mold in my entire life, I've never fit a mold. And even if you have a kid who's fine at fitting a mold, and I'm not saying, I'm not criticizing people for that. I'm not. I'm not saying they're terrible kids. I'm not anything like that. I'm just saying that every child has to have regular moments in their life where they're not required to fit a mold. That 
is art class. That is the process of creating art. And even if they don't have an art class, they can have art at home. They can have art out in the park. They can have art with another group of children. They can have an art in, in anywhere. And it's not just about the outlet. It's about creativity. It's about making them better people, even in academics. And here's how that works. As you grow into an adult, the last thing personal experience, the one thing that I know is the last thing you want to do is do everything by the book. When I worked with children and families, I used to see this thing that would happen, this phenomenon that happened over and over and over and over. I've seen it so many times I can't count. You'd have the teachers that had a lot of experience and they knew that you had to know different nuances and work with nuances in each children and each child was different and each child never fit a mold and you had to be good at teaching in the way that you reach te- you reach children where they're at instead of expecting them to come to you like they're a textbook example and what would happen is you'd have these people oftentimes that would like I saw people more than once many times that would go to college for years to become teachers they'd come into the classroom And within weeks or months, they'd be so burned out that either they turn bitter or they just leave. And I've seen some people just spend a very little amount of time with these children and then quit altogether and never come back to it. And the reason is because they're, as teachers, they're not being artists. They're not realizing that, yes, you can learn some of the technical details from a textbook and from a college professor and whatever. But then when you get into the classroom, every single child is different and you have to work with them as an artist. It has to be a flowing, changing, fluid process. When you get into... Working on cars. Okay, you can go to school for years to be a mechanic of any kind. Automotive, airplane, um, you know, building and construction, anything. And what you learn in the books does not always exactly apply in the job because you've got different variables in the job, like the weather you're working in, the ground that you're trying to build something on, the when you go to change the oil in a car, is it going to be exactly the same every time? No, because you know this one bolt might be rusted on. You got to figure out how to kind of be an artist to get it off. There's all different things. There's all different ways when you get into a job and you get into adult situations where you have to be an artist. You have to be able to adapt and flow and adjust to the situation. If you can't do that, you break the situation, or at least you break your own place in that situation. When you have a friend that's hurting, you can't. You, you have a friend that loses somebody in their family and they die. You can't just walk up to your friend and say, my condolences. Let me shake your hand and give you a hug and say, you have my sympathy. Well, you can be the passerby at the funeral. One of the many people that shakes the hands and and, and says, I'm sorry for your loss. Or you can be the friend that calls them and checks on them regularly and has discussions with them about their, their loss and what it meant to them and how it made them feel. Well, that's artistry right there. 
So when you take away that experience of art, that moments after moment after moment when a child can create and it doesn't matter what the product looks like, when you take that away, you remove that very, very, very important main root that grows under their life and into their life and branches out and flourishes into their jobs and their relationships and everything. Just think about the destruction that causes. When you give a child the opportunity to create art regularly, then you give that child those roots and you give that child the chance to flourish now and later on in life. So how do we do that? When you're in a school and you don't see an art class, fight for it. When you're out of a school and you see that the child is not getting enough experience, getting dirty, getting down and, and, and creating with paints or clay or whatever it is, bring them the opportunity. This is not, art is not something we can remove from our children's lives in a healthy way. It's not possible. So we have to fight for it. It's a God-given right. It's a module of the human experience that when it's missing, the human experience doesn't function correctly, even when we don't know it. And it's one of those things that comes from a broken world that produces broken people. It, it's, it's one of the elements of a broken world. It's, it's missing that creativity, that time to create that doesn't matter if it's not right. So give those children a place where they don't have to worry about precise details and they don't have to worry about whether they're right or wrong. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Don't Let Art Die, a podcast by Sean Patrick Keenan found at slyfocal.com. That's S-L-Y-F-O-C-A-L.com. Visit slyfocal.com for more podcasts, articles about art. You can also see my personal photography portfolio and you can hire me as your photographer.